SFM News with Tracy Valaitham. Seven o'clock. Good morning. Government is expected to present an affidavit to the High Court in Pretoria today on why it led Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir to leave the country while an interim order prohibiting this was in place. The court also ruled that al-Bashir should be detained under an international criminal court indictment on war crime charges. Sandra Delanga reports. Government will have to explain why it allowed Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir to leave the country. The Human Rights Group Southern African Litigation Center brought the application to force his arrest. Last week, a state lawyer made the announcement of the Sudanese president's departure moments after Judge Dunstan Mlambu ordered preparations for Bashir's arrest. Government earlier said it offered Bashir immunity because he was attending an African unit summit in Johannesburg. Parliament will need a two-thirds majority to recommend the appointment of the Inspector General of Intelligence. This as the National Assembly is today expected to consider and adopt the report of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence, which recommended the committee's former chairperson, Cecil Burgess, to be appointed as the new Inspector General. Mercedes Percent has more. Cecil Burgess is not only the former chairperson of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence, but was also the chairperson of the Edo Committee on the Protection of State Information Bill. He is the final candidate who was nominated by the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence to be appointed by President Jacob Zuma. The president can only appoint him after the National Assembly has approved his nomination. In terms of Section 210B of the Constitution, a two-thirds majority is required for the Assembly to approve Burgess's nomination. The ANC in KwaZulu-Natal has welcomed the life sentence handed to the hitman who gunned down the speaker of the Mputu local municipality, northern KwaZulu-Natal. Sibungiseni Madakane confessed to killing ANC councillor and deputy school principal Vusi Ntombela during an attack that also left one of his pupils dead and another injured at Luvisi Primary School earlier this month. The High Court in Pretamaritzburg convicted and sentenced him yesterday ANC Provincial Secretary Sishle Sikalala. Such action and barbaric attack to people will not be accepted at all. As the African National Congress in Guazulu Natal, we welcome the outcome of these court processes and the judgment ended down. We believe that there will be further prosecution of those who were arrested with him uh, during the day where Comrade Dombela was killed. Researchers say more than 70,000 cases of malaria may have gone undiagnosed in Guinea last year because of the Ebola outbreak. A study led by scientists in the United States say malaria sufferers missed out on treatment because clinics were closed or patients were too scared to seek help. They warn that malaria deaths since the Ebola outbreak began will far exceed the number of Ebola deaths in the country, which now stands at more than 2,400. The BBC's Michelle Roberts reports. Researchers sampled 60 health facilities in the most Ebola-affected districts and 60 in parts of Guinea that were unaffected by Ebola. And they looked at malaria prescriptions dispensed before and during the epidemic. Once Ebola hit, outpatient attendances fell dramatically by nearly half in certain age groups in the worst affected areas. And the number of treated malaria cases dropped by up to 69%. The US experts warn that malaria deaths will have risen as a result.
Your top story at seven. Government is expected to present an affidavit to the High Court in Pretoria today on why it led Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir to leave the country while an interim order prohibiting this was in place. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vladim. I'll be back with the headlines at 7.30.